to well okay cool so i'm in the good place really so you're happy to perform yeah good because this one is i a... noticed in the last couple of episodes i was a bit flat so i apologize yes. about that <laughs> yeah that's okay it's because you do you were telling me things and i was just like well i don't really know what to do with that information yeah well i've, I've so... got a proper system for you today so it's fine okay sorry listeners sorry um, so you, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready, Eddie, 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 Eddie. How good is your British history? Not very good. No, oh, okay. Well, today we're going to do British history. Oh, which, goodness. as you could imagine, probably is a little on the dry side. I've got some interesting things, but to liven yeah. it up for our listeners, I'm going to tell you about something that happened and then you're going to act it out. Okay. Okay, so we're going to call upon your immense dra- dramatic skills and see what you do. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll do what we can, yeah. So, the first interesting fact from history Prime Minister William Gladstone, who was uh, Prime Minister in about, uh, I can't remember now, it's top of my head, the 1800s, late 1800s. Um, so 1864. I'm just giving you so you've got, you've got an idea of what kind of voice you want to go for. Um, he used to keep a selection of whips in his cellar with which he would regularly chastise himself. So he used to whip what himself. What a freak. When he... So uh. I'd like you to act out a scene where he goes down into his cellar to whip himself. Do you think you can do that? <laughs> it's, well, okay. He's quite uh... a posh old. He's a, he was a posh old gent. <laughs> well... No, I'm, I'm the Prime Minister. My name's Mr. Gladstone. Um, I'm, I'm an old person, but I'm not old. And I'm going into my cellar. Um, do, do take any um, appointments off for the next hour. I'm just going to sort myself out for a second. Clip, 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 clop. That's him walking, by the way. Clippity-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. Oh! Ah, it's my good place. There's whips all around me. Oh, oh, I've got a semi on just looking at them. No, stop it. Stop it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out. Oh, my God. I love the leather in my hands. Oh. 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 oh my god oh. You know chastising means like uh, Telling someone off So it's like he's punishing himself Yeah but sometimes they do things to themselves To make themselves horny don't they And then they come Yeah but that's not why he would do it So he, he And then they can he, carry on with their lives Yeah yeah but I think he was doing it Because he'd done something wrong And so he's angry with himself So he was sort of teaching himself a lesson 
No, I think it was sexual. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he was going down there and he was giving himself a right old good time. He had to stop every now and again. It was like an addiction. So he'd have he'd have like appointments that he'd have to talk to important people, but he'd get sweaty and shaky and he'd be like, Oh no, I've gotta go. I've gotta go. I've got any excuse, any excuse to go downstairs and just whip myself a bit. Oh He's probably got like nipple clamps. Do you think he used to used to make it up? Mm. He used to like say he was chastising himself, whereas really he was getting his rocks off. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. And especially like people keep those things in the back of their closet anyway and they don't really talk about it. Maybe they were just he was found out. Um, and he had to say anything. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it to chastise myself. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, no. I need to be punished, I do. But really, he's down there, like, coming all over the place. Had, like, a wall of white, gloopy goo. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing. Uh, one of Victor- Queen Victoria's wedding gifts was a three-metre diameter half-ton cheese. Why? So you imagine... you're gonna Huh? Why? Why would you well, want that? Well, she probably has lots of people over, so she she'll get through that. Um, yeah. So if you could imagine being, do you want me to get involved with you so you can play off with me? Oh yeah, go on. Oh, okay. cute. We're you, doing like role plays. You, you you be the queen, and I'll be the person that brought you the cheese. <laughs> okay. You let me know when you're when you're ready. Oh, sounds ready, James. You're ready. Okay. Oh. oh, congratulations, Mum! Congratulations on your on your big day. I I bought mm. you this. Uh, I bought you this huge cheese. <laughs> it's a sizable cheese, perchance. Oh, it's it's <laughs> probably bigger than you'd expect. It's 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 in the uh, the the carriage behind me. That's it there. That that huge. It's about you know. I think it's about weighs well, about half a ton. Oh, that's wonderful. One is very happy. As you know, I'm quite a sizable lady, and most of the things that will be repeated in the future will be about my weight and the things that I eat, so I'm most grateful. Oh, good, so you do like it. I, I, I was worried that you may not like the cheese. I thought it might be a bit much. Well, I tell you, sir, we shall have a feast upon the cheese into the sea. Yes. Ladies, it's party time. We've got cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were much happier about the cheese than I thought you would be. That's good. Well done. Well, I think she would be because she was a big old fat bifty bo- bloater, wouldn't she? She loved it. She loved the food. Yeah. She was like, let them eat cake because she was fucking scoffing all of it herself, wouldn't she? Yeah, maybe that's where it all started with the giant cheese. Because the, the picture I'm looking at her at her wedding, she actually doesn't look that big. Uh, <laughs> then it definitely was the cheese, wasn't it? Yeah, but the husband was happy. Well, maybe it was a feeder. Maybe. Yeah, because they love it. They they get like they can't wait until they've got rhinoceros skin. I saw an I saw a documentary on it. It was really strange. And the people that were the feeders, they were really creepy. Like every single one of them. I think there were about four people that they interviewed. Ugh, it was horrible. One of them said, oh, I really like that she can't move from the bed. I was like, you fucking weirdo freak. <laughs> like, really? You like that your wife is immobilised, do you? And she's got, like, hard skin where she's gotten so fat that oh. it's all, like... Gone... Yeah, it was horrible. 
And apparently he had to wash her down and stuff because she was too fat to roll over and get it herself. But he like literally sat there with three buckets of KFC next to her and she was chomping him down. And he was smiling really, really creepily like, oh, I like that. Hmm. Well, it takes all sorts. Um, did you enjoy the interaction in that one, or would you prefer to just hold the fort on your own? Because I don't know if you, you you can play multiple characters in these. I'm happy to just sit and listen. Oh, I know. I like the interaction, James. I feel okay, fine. I feel like you've got actrines, and and that we can play off of each other quite well. I think yes. So the next one, uh, Winston Churchill. You you know you know him, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, do you reckon he can do a good good Winston Churchill? He's quite a big fella. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, alright, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's a he's a I have to take I'm gonna have to take my earphones or hold them there. Right, okay. Okay, so Winston Churchill had a secret bunker in Neesden. He hated it and only ever went there once. So I'm thinking in this scene, I'll be your secretary who's taking you to your bunker because there's obviously a problem and you need to di- you need to convey how much you dislike the bunker. Okay? Uh, Mr. R- Mr. Churchill, right, we need, we need to go, Mr. Churchill. We're worried that, we're, that 10 Downing is going to get bombed, so we need to go to Neesden and we're going to have to take you to your bunker. Bunker! Mm, yes, yes. Here it was. Was a bunker placed at? Mm. Mm? I, sorry, I can't quite understand what you're saying, Mr. Churchill, no. could you? <laughs> well, it's like this, young man. You, you, where's the bunker, I said, hey? Mm. The, the bunker, it's in Neesden. We, we, let's go there now. Neesden. Get in the car, we'll drive you to Neesden. Neesden? Why, well, I've never heard such rubbish. Come on then, let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mr. Churchill, quick, into the bunker. Quick, down there now. <laughs> What's this rubbish? Hmm? What? It, well, it's a bunker. What are you expecting? What well, was I expecting? I'm the Prime Minister, for goodness sake. I was expecting... Where's all the whiskey? Huh? Where's, all, where's all the cocaine? You haven't got any fucking cocaine down here. It's an emergency bunker, yes. sir. You know, we, we, it's just... Well, what the fuck do you think I'm supposed to do down here? If the bombs are dropping, I want loads of cocaine. You should have lined up the fucking walls with cocaine, you little shit. Well, we've got some of your uh, autobiographies, your books you've written down here. You could you could have a read of those. Books? Books? Oh. What fucking cunt do you think I am? Eh? Oh, pass me a fucking cigar, you shit. Okay, sorry, here you go. Here you go. Well, how about, we've, there's a chess board in the corner. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not bad at chess. We could have a game of that. I specifically asked for buffalo. Where the fuck is my buffalo, mate? You what, sorry, sir? You know what? Fuck all of this. As if the bombs are going to fucking drop anyway. I'm Winston fucking Churchill. No one's going to fucking touch me. They even come near me. I'll rip out their fucking skulls. I think I'm having an aneurysm. Yeah, that was good. That's good. Well done. <coughs> I don't know. Were you asking for buckaroo at the end? I couldn't work out what you were asking for. Oh, that was too much. Um, no, I was asking for buffalo meat. Oh, buffalo meat. Yeah, because it was like yeah, high highbrow celebrities nowadays making extreme demands. Um, 
So he probably wanted stuff shipped over from America. You know, he wasn't going to eat no fucking British rubbish, was he? And I did read that he was like massive into cocaine as well. Yeah, well, I think a lot of politicians are. I mean, it's quite a tough job, so it sort of probably gets you through it. I can't imagine Theresa May sitting at a desk <laughs> snorting whatever she can. No, she might not, but times are different now. Um, so, okay, or next... Tony Blair, for that matter. Oh, I bet he Although he was some. very smiley, wasn't he? Yeah, and a bit mental. Um, so, mm. next one. In 1811, nearly a quarter of all women in Britain were called Mary. <laughs> Mary! Yes, Mary? What? Mary! Yes, Mary! No, not you, Mary! Mary, other Mary, there! Wait, no, no, you stupid bitch! I mean that Mary over there! Mary! Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking that Mary! No, yes. no, I was talking about fucking Mary, my sister Mary! Not no, you, Mary! Not my friend Mary, oh, the Mary sorry, that sorry. I knew from... Yeah, I know, sorry, I don't I don't know what I'm talking about, babes, because I was like... <laughs> I was called Mary, you're called Mary, my daughter's called Mary, my wife... <laughs> My niece, my sister, they're all called Mary. My grandma's called Mary. My grand-grandma's called Mary. She's dead now. God rest her soul. I'm sure she's up in heaven looking over all of us Marys. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. It's fine, Mary. Mary. You didn't need me for that one, did you? Why is everyone called Mary? I don't know. <laughs> Still, King Henry VIII, he loved Catherine's, didn't he? Yes. He loved a Catherine. He married two of them. Mm. Even let one of them live. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know why there were so many women called Mary. <laughs> uh, oh well. Mary! What? Mary! No, not you, Mary. Mary, I'm Mary. There. Yes, Mary. Okay, so you're going to love this one. During the First World War, British spies used semen as invisible ink. So, you know, all the spies in the First World War were writing letters in their spunk. Okay. You probably don't need me for this one because you're obviously writing a letter on your own. Dearest Petulia, it is I, your husband. We were supposed to be writing. Why would that be a secret thing? I was just about to say, just let me have the moment. Okay. His boss or another spy. I am supposed to be writing for spying purposes, but I thought you, my darling, must be missing my come by now. It's been two days. And already, I'm starting to shrink up from the amount of masturbation that I do. If only you had been here, maybe you could save all of my spunk inside yourself, and I could use it, periodically, for pen duties. Yours sincerely, your husband. 
set one done. One, four, eight, nine, ten, fifteen, twenty. The bogey is in my willy. I repeat, the bogey is in my willy. Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Um, yeah, they used it because it was a hard thing to detect. That you couldn't use like normal methods to shove it up on paper. Um, and the only reason they stopped doing it is because of the smell the person would get at the end because it didn't smell very uh, nice when they opened all the letters. Well, no. Because <coughs> it used to take ages for... Letters to travel anyway, didn't it? Yeah, so imagine the smell as you open up that envelope. Delightful. Yeah. I can't believe that's the only reason that you'd not want to use cum anymore as writing tools. Like the smell. Yeah. It can't be that good anyway. I might try it. I might come into a pen and see if I can if I can make out what it says. Because surely it's going to dry and crust so you'd probably read it anyway, wouldn't you? I don't know. Um, don't forget you're putting in a pen, so it would be like ink, so it would be very fine. I don't know. It sounds horrible. I can't imagine that it was very successful. Because, I mean, cum in itself, it, have you <coughs> have you ever had it on your boxer shorts? Shows up then. Hmm. Gets all crusty. Hmm. I can't imagine that that's like a, a really... Because all you have to do is... Well, what if it flakes off as well? Yeah. You might as well just write with a normal biro, really press into it. That's going to do the same job, isn't it? <laughs> Rather than put cum in it. That's just an excuse for somebody to come into a pen. <laughs> Some fucking weirdo. It's like, oh, no, it's got the perfect method to yeah. hide our stuff. Also, it's coming when... into a pen, guys. When I first read it, I didn't necessarily think they were doing it in a pen. I thought he was just, like, really carefully wanking and, like, sort of wicking his penis around to write words. Oh. That would, that would be very difficult and it would be very messy. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> no control over the amount that you'd use, is it? No. But I no. guess you could try to like, draw symbols. Maybe they had like symbols they knew. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, in Victorian Britain, people who could not afford chimney sweeps dropped live geese down their chimneys instead. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. All right, governor. Cool, I supplied the bloody day in it. I'll just kind of clean your chimney sweeps, little boy, out it. Oh, no, I haven't got the money for that. I'm, I'm, I'm a poor person. I can bet. I, look, I'm not even wearing shoes. I'm surprised I've got a door. Well, as you can see, Squire, I've got no fucking clothes on myself. I've just got a little anky around me, winky winky. <laughs> I can't remember what voice I was doing. But no, no, no. Sorry, I can't, I can't afford a chimney. Look, I've got, I've got this goose here. I'm just going to go and chuck this down the old chimney. That does as good a job you. as you do, anyway. Nah, I don't think so. Here, geese. How much are you being charged, anymore? Jump the china, baby. <laughs> How am I going to respond to you? <laughs> you do as if geese sounds. Do the geese sound. <laughs> what? Well, I can't do that, and he's charging you way less than me. Top day to you, Governor. See you in the next tomorrow. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I think you're better off just being left to them. I think if I, I just ruined them. 
No, you don't. I don't yeah. know the geese sounds. That was that was good. I liked that. Okay. In the 19th century, sausages <coughs> were marked as bags of mystery. Sausages were marketed as bags of mystery. Yes. So, do you want to be the butcher? Do you want to be the butcher, and I'll be a customer, or, or the other way around? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's uh, say he's got a bell on the door as he's going. A ding, ding. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, hello, Mr. Tinker. How are you doing, son? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm blinding, mate. <coughs> um, I fancy something a bit special for me and the wife for dinner this evening. What, what have you got in today? Oh, well, I don't say this often, my friend. But I've got a special delivery that's coming this morning. Now, let me just reach behind my counter. <coughs> there you go, babe. What about it? I think you just coughed over them. What, what, what is it? Well, you know, the plate's been... <coughs> I've been going around, didn't it? There's this new thing called cigarettes. Been great, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean been, what is that? Been marketed what? quite well, haven't they? Yeah, but I mean, what is the food? What, what have you put in front of me? What's the food? Oh, leaning closer, son. It looks like it looks like leaning a, it looks like a penis. Is it something's penis? Leaning, leaning, mate. It's a bag of mystery. It's a bag of mystery, mate. A what? A bag of mystery. A bag. Why would I want to eat a bag of mystery? I don't even Get know what your it voice is. Dad, everyone's gonna oh, fuck sorry. Sorry. sorry, sorry. But what is the bag of mystery? Well, son, it's a bag of mystery. You know, I get, I get that you keep saying that, but that's not really filling me with confidence. I don't yeah. know what it, what, what's inside it. Well, I'm telling you right now, mate. We've been flying off the shelves. People have been coming in here having a bit of my bag of mystery. I've been selling it to all sorts. Mrs. Tuppence down the road, she's had four bags of mystery today. She couldn't even hold them in her hands or mouth. She's a lovely lady, but she does moan quite a lot. You would agree, wouldn't you? Oh, right? well, yeah, yeah, Mrs. yeah. Mrs. Tuppence? Does, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. The... She's been coming back for these, mate, their bag of mysteries. Hmm, but do they? I mean, do they taste oh. nice? They look like dicks. It looks like you've put a plate of dicks in front of me. Yeah, they might do, mate, but they taste gorgeous. You, you're not going to tell me what it is. You're not going to tell me what's inside it. No, 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 because it's a big mystery. And if I was to tell you what it was, if I was to tell you what it was, mate, I'd have to kill you, just like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> hey, no, I'm joking. We're good here. We're all family. Business. Okay, so how many bags of mystery would you suggest for me and the wife? Well, <coughs> you just puffing <coughs> all over the bags of mystery. Uh, I mean, well, <coughs> let me just have a look inside. <coughs> Lots of bags of mysteries in there. I'll say you probably need about 12. 12? So six each? Yeah, for your functions. Wow. Okay. You're a tip-top bloke, ain't you? You've always got people over. You've got Mrs. Dirtchus. Oh, that's true. She, she comes around to rest, doesn't she? That's true. Yeah. And she's a hefty bird, isn't she? She's got to be loads of these bags of mystery. She's got to shovel them in her gob. She's got to not even breathe. She's just been putting them down a gullet. 
three at a time. Oh, Lotus bag of mystery. You don't want to disappoint people, do you? Okay, that was good. Well done. Are you, are you enjoying these, Jamie? Yeah, they're making me cry and cough. <laughs> yeah, you're doing yourself some damage. Yeah, you might have to edit some of the um, volumes of these as well. It's the loudest they've been in these. Okay, well, lean away if you're going to be loud. As you get loud, move further. Well, I'll try, okay, babes. Okay. So, but acting's hard. you got to do it to the back of the room, as my college lecturer said. Yes. Yeah, but not when you're on the yeah. microphone. Not when you're on a microphone. Uh, that's true. Do you think Brian Blessed struggles with this stuff as well? He's quite a loud chap, isn't he? <clears throat> yes, I'm sure he's always peaking mics. Oh, I'm Brian Blessed! That's, a, that's very similar to my Winston Churchill. first motorist to be fined for speeding in the UK was Walter Arnold in 1896. He was doing eight miles per hour in a two mile per hour zone. So okay. would you like to be the Bobby that pulls me over or would you like to be Walter Arnold? I want to be Walter, please. Okay. So let, well, let's say I've pu- I pulled you over. You pulled over. Let's side the Oh, fucking hell. Oh, it's all right, she... Do you realise what you were doing? Well, you were going very, very fast. Very fast, Peseta? I don't know. Um, what's this? This is a two mile per hour zone. You must have been doing at least eight. No, no, I don't think so. No, no. Um, I've, I've actually, I've actually got some really important things in the back of my car. Well, it do- they, doesn't they, matter they, what they you've needs... got in your car. This is a two mm. mile per hour zone. Well, it's a transplant. It's liver transplant, I think. Yeah, I was told. I'd... Have you got a, a mm. warrant for that? Have you got, you got the official documents saying what? you got that? Uh, well, I've got, I've got a piece of paper, and it says. Um, Hello. This is rubbish. This is rubbish. Uh, Look, you you were doing six miles over the speed limit. I wasn't. Look, I'm going to have to give you I a was... fine. No, I wouldn't. I've got no money, Chief. Well, I've got no money, Squire. That's not my problem, is it? I'm going to make ends meet by driving around town really fast. I mean, I caught up to you by walking. That's not the point. You were still speeding. <laughs> But you know, if this I, is if this is a big deal for you, I I've got an offer for you. If you don't want the ticket, I've got an offer for you. I've always got three kids home and a wife. Look, look, I understand, I understand. How about I won't write you a little. Mister Chamley's gonna have me end. Calm down, calm down. I won't I won't write you a ticket, but you will you will you suck my my cock? Well, yeah, of course I will. I'll come here. Get here. Come in the old car, we'll have a little oh, drive yeah, and I'll yeah, suck yeah. you, Willie. Right, open the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 
Mr. Arnold. You do now to deep throat a bag of mystery. Oh. I actually gave myself a head rush then. <laughs> Stop. Don't overdo it then. <laughs> oh my God. I was pretending that your phallus was in okay. my mouth and it was making me gag. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. I got that. Oh my God. I'm so. Oh, I'm so good. I'm so talented. Yeah. So the next one you have to do on your own. I believed it, you know. I believed that there was a Willy in there. Yeah, I know. Well, you don't. You know, you've got plenty of um, past experiences to draw from for that one. I don't. Yes, you do. Oh, you do. I'm a family man. Mm. So the next one you've got to do on your own. Okay. So from 1912 to 1948, painting was an Olympic event. So imagine you're in the imagine they're in the theatre, all the all the men, not the theatre, the stadium, all the people painting their little pictures, and you are the commentator talking about the people painting. And so, uh, we see Jeremy from Blindford. He's doing some wonderful painting here. Um, some very quick strokes on the piece of paper there. Uh, as you can see, there has been a sweep. Um, it's starting to take form now. Starting to look slightly like a horse. Um, well, no, it's changed to a donkey. My apologies. Um, oh, now he's trying to put in the hooves. That's some fantastic, some fantastic sweet work there. He's dabbing his brush. Dab, dab, dab. Wonderful. Oh, starting to bring out some watercolours. And he's trying to put in some clouds. I think that might be clouds. Oh! No. No, that's a puddle. Oh, it's a brave effort from Jeremy from Lindford. He is painting upside down. Hmm. Is anybody watching this? I shouldn't think so. Yeah, that's good. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm like Jennifer Lopez. I've got the musical talent and I've also got um, voice actings. Yeah, you are. You are a talent. So, Queen Elizabeth I passed a law which forced everyone except for the very rich to wear a flat cap on Sundays. Okay. So, you can be <laughs> Queenie and I will be your your advisor, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Good evening, ma'am. Uh, do piss off. I'm just having a quick shit. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, sorry. I'll just turn around then. It's very important what I've called you here for. <coughs> what have you eaten? What have you eaten it's today? None of your, none of your business, sir. Now, could you do you have a piece of paper and a pen? Uh, yeah, yes, I always carry one around with me. I'm. Wonderful. Okay. So I'd like a new law to be passed. You, 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 do you not want to wipe first? No, no, I'm, uh, I'm good. I've got Jeeves to do that. Jeeves! Jeeves! Be able to wipe my mouth from please? Lovely. Ah, uh, whilst he's wiping, I just want to tell you a new law I'd like to pass. Uh, yes, yes, Mum, go ahead. I'll, I'll write it down. Everybody must wear flat cups now, okay? What? Uh, sorry, Mom. Sorry. What, what, what was that? Flat caps, darling. It's flat caps. Have you not seen them? They are hats and they are flat. Sort of cappy. 
why? Of course, Mum. Of course, Mum. But why? Why yes. would you like to pass this law? You know, people are going to ask questions, and it would be good if we can explain to them why this law is going to be put in place. I don't want to see any bald heads anymore. But... I do not want to see people with unkempt, unwashed hair. It offends my royal eyes. Okay. So I'd like everybody to wear flat caps from now on. So we'll sort the problem for young Queenie myself. Hello, okay, Mark, Queenie. Okay. I mean, the, the only thing I would say, I would say, is it's possibly a little demanding to expect them to wear them hmm. all the time. Maybe, you know, one day a week. That might be, you know, we could start it on one day. And if, if, if that goes well, we can increase it from there. How about that? Listen to me, young man. If I say I want everybody to wear flat caps, I want everybody to wear flat caps. Now, do I make myself perfectly clear? You do, Mum. But as I say, I do think people will... Um, I make... am the motherfucking queen! I want you to get this law in place where everybody wears flat caps, okay? Of course, Mum. I've got myself in the right state now. I need my corgis. Where is my corgis? Corgis! Corgis! Corgis, where are you? Yes, yes, uh, pet. Lovely, strokey, strokey, strokey. Ah, oh, yes, you love Queenie, don't you? Yes. Two pumps! <coughs> well, this is what I do with corgis, okay? I get them here and I tope on them and see how far they go. Because this is it's very pleasing to me. Very good, Mom, as I said, that, that's great. <coughs> but all I would say, again, for this law, I think perhaps we should. Cut down the amount of days. And what about your very wealthy friends? They may they may not like this. A lot of them, I know, I, I know Jennifer. She really doesn't like to wear flat caps. Well, let me tell you something about Jennifer, okay? Jamie, I don't Jamie, want you need her... to on it because it's flat. The, the rich people don't have to wear them, and they, it's only on a Sunday. No, everybody, <laughs> everybody, all the time. That's not the law. Because that was I'm passed. the queen. No, wait, we're trying now, to everybody, it. all the time. I'm the queen. I'm beautiful. I want everybody to look at me and say, "Oh, she's so beautiful." Everybody must look at me. Nobody else has come upstage me. I want them all to wear flat caps and they're all going to look silly, 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 silly. Then I won't look silly anymore. Fucking do it. Prick. Get out of my fucking chambers. I need to freak myself off now. That wasn't the law, though. You've ruined history, Jamie. You've ruined history. That's all right. I don't mind. Don't give a shit about what the history says. I just made up my own things in my head, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. of London sold the 1831 London Bridge because it wasn't strong enough to support the increased traffic. So the bridge was bought by Robert P. McCulloch and relocated to Arizona in the United States. <laughs> okay. So, 
you want to be um, the man selling the bridge or do you want to be the American guy who wants to buy the bridge? I'll be the American guy, please. Okay. It's just for more range, isn't it? Because yeah, I yeah. I've done English so far. Yep, that's fine. You can be American. Mm, hi. Uh, excuse me. Hi. Oh, Hello hi. there. Hello, sir. Hello. Hi. I'm American. <laughs> I can Hello, tell. I'm, I'm Robert P. Hello. Hello. I'm American. Yeah, Hello, that's... I'm Robert. I'm Robert P. Yeah, I can tell you're American because you keep saying yeah. it. I mean, your accent doesn't really give it away, but you know that's, that's lovely that you're American. <laughs> I'm American. What are you talking um, about? I'm a yeah. Robert P. Can I can I do anything for you, Robert? I'm quite busy trying to sell my bridge. Is there something I can uh, do for you? Well, perhaps, sir, I can help you with your little conundrum there. You know, I'm Robert P. If yes, you, uh, you keep saying, but I don't. You, you, I'm Robert do you P. live in England? Oh, I don't, I don't live in England. I'm here for um, real estate, really. I've come over to uh 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 uh. uh, uh Find some real estate, you know. Um, so you're having a problem with this other here, the the here bridge, Rob Robert P. Yes, yeah, the bridge. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not really working okay. anymore, so we're trying to sell Ooh. it. Um, well, but I can't. I, you living in America, I can't imagine but, you were interested in buying a bridge. Hey, I'm a smart man, you know. I've got thoughts going on in my. Hold. I'd like to buy your bridge, please, sir. I'm right. Robert P. Yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm Robert P. I don't know Hello. why you keep saying your name, but you're welcome Hello, to buy the bridge. But how much are you taking for that there, there, that there here bridge there? Two thousand pounds. Two thousand pounds, sir. I've got there, there, two thousand pounds in my pocket, there, sir. I've got that in my pocket. I'm going to give you this. This is two thousand pounds. What? What? Okay. I mean, obviously, I'm very happy to sell this bridge to you, but yeah. I feel like it's my responsibility to point out the fact that you live in America, and this is yeah. a bridge made of very heavy yeah. bricks and cement. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move it over into my America, land of the free. Would, got, a, got an eagles. And... Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. You could do that. And I, again, I, I constitution. We're gonna put the bridge, and there's gonna be a constitution. There's gonna be a land of the free. We're gonna take the bridge, we'll bring it to America. Okay. Okay. But why don't you? And again, I'm not trying to talk you out of buying the bridge because I do really need I'm to sell it. Pay. But wouldn't uh, it be easier to just get some bricks over in America and build a new bridge rather than buy this one and take it to America? Well, I just I like this bridge. This bridge, I've been taken by my little eye. Something beginning with B. And that B is this bridge. I'm taking this bridge. You uh, put it into a box. I'm uh, going to ship it over over a ferry. I don't think it'll fit in the box. Money Um, is not an issue, sir. I have £2,000 to give you. And I've got £2,000 also in my pocket for a ferry. To bring this bridge, I'm Robert P. Okay, well, obviously, you seem very committed to this. Um, so I, I'm very you know, committed, sir. The American, we're very committed. Yes. We've got the eagle, got the Constitution, and I can say what I want, and I can do what I want. Yeah! You certainly well, can, sir. Right, so I've got the documents here. I'm Robert here. P. 
I need you to put. I'm yes, that's, that's the name I need you to write. I'm bring this here bridge, and I'm gonna bring it all the way to America. Yeah, of course. So if you just sign this document now, this uh, makes you the legal owner of the bridge. Uh, I'm Robert P. I can do that. I'm yep, Robert P. I can do that, sir. So, you got a pen? Yes, here's the pen. There you go. So write write your name at the bottom. What? What? Why does this smell like man's wing kiss? Can I keep this too? Is this inclusive of the two thousand pounds? I'm Robert P. So I'm just gonna take this bridge. I'm Robert P. Robert, Robert P. That there is the bridge that I want. This is the bridge that I want. This is the bridge I want. Ooh, 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 honey. The bridge that I want. This is the bridge I want. Ooh, 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 honey. The bridge that I want. This is the bridge I want. Ooh, 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 the bridge you need. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm Robert P. I'm the bridge that I want. Yep, that was good. Well done. Thanks. I like saying I'm Robert and P. Did you hear? Yes, I got that. Did you like that bit? That was my favourite bit out of all of them. Yeah. Fuck me, we're at 45 minutes already. How did that happen? Yeah, it flies by, doesn't it? I'm having too much fun. <clears throat> so, here we go. In late 1894, London experienced what is known as the Great Horse Manure Crisis. Oh, my God. There were so many horses... That the oh Times predicted every street would be buried in nine feet deep horse dung in 50 oh years. Oh my god. There's <laughs> too much horse <laughs> Done. Quick and easy. Sorted. Excuse me, Mr. Man, I'm driving a horse here. You'll be alright. Kick your legs. Oh, it's very thick. <laughs> Quick horrible. and easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that didn't actually happen, though, because obviously it was just a fear that there was going to be poo everywhere. Well, <clears throat> that's the way That's the way it went in my head, mate. It already happened, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't imagine going... like, a world where you'd add, like, shit up to your neck. Yes. So in the 1800s, people used to send vinegar valentines anonymously to the person they hated. The cards contained humorous and often insulting comments about the recipient. Uh, vinegar valentines? Yes. Would you care to try and write one now? <laughs> I quite like vinegar, though. Like, if I, that's, I love pickled things. I love pickled onions, pickled pickles, pickled gherkins. That I mean, For people that don't know what pickles are. I love all sorts of pickled things. Pickled eggs. Oh, pickled eggs are brilliant. So, I mean, it'd be, it wouldn't be like a sad thing for me. I suppose what you write in there would be bad, yeah, though, wouldn't it's, it? Yeah, yeah. that's the, what more it is. It's, it's, you know, it's, right. it's not going to be a nice message that you're sending to the person. Uh, dearest cunt, I am writing to you and I am sending you vinegar in the post. You are a dirty, scummy motherfucker who shags the bell and has recently had sex with my wife and ruined my marriage. I would just like to let you know that at some point you're going to get yours. Whilst you're sleeping, I am going to put vinegar inside of your open neck wound where I have slashed it open with a rusty pen knife. At what point... I will pull me trousers down and shit down your neck. 
P.S. Don't worry, my wife's already had hers. She is currently chopped up in my basement. Yours sincerely, the man's life that you have ruined. Yeah, I mean, it's that was good, but it's not really what you do. So, so it's like an anonymous one. So you just send it to someone you don't like. Like when you send a Valentine's card to someone, you're, sp- you're, prob- you're not supposed to know who they are. So, oh. so do you want me to give you a couple of examples of them? Uh, just like, oh, dear cunt, die. No, let, let, I'll, I'll read you one. From Anonymous. Ooh, who's it? I'm not attracted by your glitter, for well I know how very bitter my life would be if I should take you, for my spouse, a rattlesnake. Oh no, I'd not accept the ring on evermore twould prove a sting. So it's more like that. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> no, That's no. a very good... Uh, I don't know if I can top that. That's already really good. And also rhyming couplets. I don't have the mental capacity for that at the moment, I'm afraid. Rhyming couplets. So they even made the effort, even though they were insulting people. Yeah. So here's another one. Mad back in the day, wasn't it? Tis said you share your love with many, but I believe you have not any. At least enough to give away. You keep it for yourself, they say. Ah, <laughs> oh, I wish people were like that nowadays. Yeah. Well, what? Do you posher? reckon that really offended somebody, though? Yes, I can Im- imagine so. But how about oh. you imagine you just open that? Could you play that character? Yeah. Well, I can't think about how it would be for them because I think it's quite sweet. Again, <laughs> <coughs> it's wrong for me because I like pickles. I like vinegar. That's fine. And then I'm going to get like a little rhyming couplet. I'm going to think, oh, they've, they've made the effort to rhyme for me. That's quite nice. And then I'll have a little <laughs> chuckle at the end because it's like, oh, that's really clever. I'd probably give them a thanks if I saw them. Yeah, have a li- this one's really good. I can fancy Cupid's vagaries with many a horrid grin. Yet hoping for a heart, my boy, I merely find a skin. You can play upon an instrument, as we can plainly see. Yet my jolly fine bone polisher, you'll never play on me. How about that one? That was great. That's good, but what do you mean bony fine polisher? What's that? My jolly fine bone polisher. Well, I presume he's calling. Yeah. Him a wa- she's calling him a wanker. Oh. He's polishing his bone. Oh. And playing his instrument. That. That's clever, very good. Yeah. yeah. I thought you'd like that. Oh, one. I don't like old stuff though, because you have to think about it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you have to, there's like actual. You don't say the actual words. It's underlining things, and you have to think about it. Oh, it's horrible. Makes me think. Ate it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good though. I really like those. Good. They're really good. <laughs> Way better than those World War Two poems. Oh, boring. Went on a bit long, didn't they? They did a bit, yeah. Yeah. And there's loads of them as well. It'd be alright if there was just a couple of them that was banding them about. There's loads of World War Two people writing poetry. Oh no, World War One. Sorry, not World War Two. Yeah, loads of them. Loads of them all doing poetry. Although, to be fair, what else are you going to do? You're not going to, like, wank loads, are you? Because you'll get sore after a while. You've got, like, days and days and days of doing nothing. So I suppose, yeah, you would go. You would go to the pen, I suppose. 
Bringing it right back again though, come in the pen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. The music was provided by Jamie Frost, James Doyle, Chris Webb, Eric Skiff, Jason Shaw, and Catbox Music.